the great Martin Luther King Jr. once shared these words. Injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. We are caught in an inescapable network of mutuality, tied in a single garment of destiny. Whatever affects one directly affects all indirectly. Welcome to Illuminate Faith. My name is Dave Exley. I'm Doug Peck. And I'm Isaac Mundy. In today's episode, we continue in this season of Lent to explore how the stories of our faith intersect with our everyday lives. We'll consider today uh, images of, of death and resurrection. We'll talk about fig trees and tidying up and many other stories as we ponder the scriptures together. But first, let us hear these words from the Gospel of Luke as we hear from chapter 13, verses 1 to 9. At that very time, there were some present who told him about the Galileans, whose blood Pilate had mingled with their sacrifices. He asked them, Do you think that because these Galileans suffered in this way, they were worse sinners than all other Galileans? No, I tell you, but unless you repent, you will all perish as they did. Or those eighteen who were killed when the Tower of Siloam fell on them. Do you think that they were worse offenders than all the others living in Jerusalem? No, I tell you. But unless you repent, you will all perish, just as they did. Then he told his parable. A man had a fig tree planted in his vineyard, and he came looking for fruit on it and found none. So he said to the gardener, See here, for three years I have come looking for fruit on this fig tree, and still I find none. Cut it down. Why should it be wasting the soil? He replied, Sir, let it alone for one more year, until I dig around it and put manure on it. If it bears fruit next year, well and good. But if not, you can cut it down. So right away, I, I think the, the struggle for so many is to hear about a God, hear about uh, a, a Jesus who uh, is is kind of um, maybe sounding harsh or, or scornful or or, uh, or or wanting to maybe uh, kill our party perhaps, um, but but just that word ha- has repent has been one that that I've really been loving lately. That the the true definition just to be to change your way, change your direction literally, uh, or change your thinking. Um, and to just hone in on that, to hone in on that, connected to Martin Luther King's quote, where where we're being asked to to no longer think that we can see uh, injustice somewhere else and think that we won't suffer the same fate, because it's so easy when a storm starts brewing for for uh, a direction of the of the of the wind to shift, and and then all of a sudden uh, the the attack comes upon us and and how can we um then view things differently and and see how we can support uh, a fellow citizen of of the world or, or whomever it might be and, and realize that that we are no different um and then to get into the story of the fig tree, I'm I'm finding a powerful one. Reading it today, uh, in preparation for for this Sunday, um, I heard some things uh, that I never heard before. And, and one of those things was, uh, you know, this this man who owns this fig tree wakes up and is frustrated that 
that figs haven't been there for three years, right? And 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 saying, I'm sick of this. And we're going to cut it down. Um, and uh, not realizing that perhaps he is a huge part of the reason that there's no figs uh, there anymore. And if he isn't a direct part of the reason, I think his... Um, uh, he's indirectly connected, right? As Martin Luther King was saying, that there's something he hasn't done. There's something he hasn't observed that, that he could have stopped from happening uh, that has made this uh, fig tree so, um, uh, so lacking in health that it won't produce fruit. Um, and, and I think in so many ways, uh, we all wake up one day and say, oh, uh, you know, the store that I used to always get my kids clothes at, it's gone. Uh, what, what happened? Or, or in a rural context uh, where, where I am, uh, one day the corner store was gone. And people said, oh my goodness, why is the corner store going away? What, why is it gone? And, and, and maybe the simple answer was, well, we, we all needed to shop at it more if we wanted the convenience of having a corner store uh, in, in our community. Um, you know, what, what is that for, for any of you or for all of us? And, um, uh, and the response of the gardener is, well, well live the repentance, L live a new understanding, live knowing that you can do something um, to produce figs on this tree. Give it one year, give it one year and, and put some manure and dig up the roots and really nurture this tree. Uh, and, and see how you might be indirectly nurturing uh, the community that uh, the, the the fruit that you want to bear within your community, the the neighbors that you want to have around, and um, the the richness and uh, that 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 you want cultivated within this world. Uh, you know, I think for me, like when I heard this passage um, this time around, in terms of looking at the passage and thinking about, I was thinking about it in terms of my role as um, a parent uh, and sometimes trying to figure out the dilemma of, okay, uh, looking towards, we need certain changes, um, you know, as we're moving along and as kids develop and you want to be able to help them along the way. I was actually thinking, because, you know, sometimes we're out driving and maybe we're going to my sister's place and we're on the 401. And as you were taught saying about the word change and the winds of change and things like that, I was thinking about like how awful it is when you're driving in the car and then your child who is in diapers ends up maybe soiling the diapers and there is nowhere in sight to be able to make that change. And so I was thinking about going along and you're kind of in this dilemma, like, okay, do I stop right at the side of the road and, um, and make the change right away, which kind of seems like what the owner wants to be doing. Um, or do you say, okay, I'm going to wait until the next en route and hopefully, um, you know, let's give it a little bit more time, but you're always in that in-between place where, you know, things, I mean, obviously, as soon as, once that happens, there's like a certain shelf life for the air quality in your car as you're going <laughs> along, right? So it's like, you know that there's a certain limit. And also, just the health of skin and all kinds of different things, you know that you need to make the change. Yeah. Um, but it's trying to figure out where to go in that in-between phase. And I think that a lot of the time, in terms of life in the church, we can kind of either be caught in between two extremes, like we think, okay, the change has to happen right now, 
or let's just kind of put things off indefinitely and hope that everything goes well. Um, but in this situation, um, you know, when you hear about the gardener and uh, putting the compost on, he's saying, okay, let's give it another chance, but there is a limited shelf life or amount of time that we're going to be trying to do this. And I think that that's, that's good to keep in mind, that we need time to be able to do things, but then we also need to set limits in terms of, of what we're going to be doing. And even that you read that Martin Luther King passage, I was just reading a book by Taylor Branch um, about the life of Martin Luther King Jr. And it's called Pillar of Fire. It's the second in a, in a three-part series. And he's talking about how Martin Luther King realizes at a certain point that the people that he's working with aren't willing to take the necessary steps to end up working towards justice. And so he starts making more bold moves as they get ready to take um, uh, nonviolent action in uh, in Birmingham. And eventually he ends up going to, to jail for a bit of time because of that. But he recognizes, okay, I've tried to work and I've tried to, uh, you know, uh, set a certain amount of time, but we also need to be able to move towards action. And so I think that it's good to sort of live in between those two things when we look at, um, you know, the call towards action in the world is that we need to leave time, but we also need to have boundaries on that time. There seems to be a, a, a grace present in, in, in the text, too, that, uh, that there is this sort of living in that space, right, of, of the uh, of, of wait and, and, and if, you know, the, the if it bears fruit, that, uh, that there's living in that expectation of, of a possibility, right, which, uh, which I think is helpful to think about where, you know, we talk about MLK, you talk about Martin Luther King Jr. and the recognition of, of the dream that he dreamed you know, the mistake that we make within our world is, you know, and the mistakes that have been made within our world are those moments where we've thought, ah, the dream has been achieved. You know, those those times within, you know, recent history where we think that we've, you know, that the tree has, 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 has we've seen the fruit and, and, and therefore end of story. But it's this, you know, as nature is, there's a cyclical thing where we have to consistently think about, you know the the process of of nurturing new life and uh, and tending to you know the, those two spaces right um, you know that uh, while there's the, that hope there there's also that that recognition of of commitment uh, to an ongoing process right that that we're never quite there uh, and so how do we live in that in between space? One thing I, I loved about what you just said, David is nurturing new life and, and we're thinking of the tree as the church how do you nurture new life within the church within this old tree it's an old tree but every year it produces new fruit um how do you how do you produce new life in it um i also can't stop thinking about um you know jesus is is asking us to see the connection between our own fate and the fate of those suffering around us, right? That, at what point is that suffering going to come toward us? Um, and uh, and the subtext here that I'm hearing in in this owner that wants to cut down the tree, um, all of a sudden is when when you connect the two stories together. That buddy, if you cut that down that tree and give up on it so easily and not realize your connection to that tree, at what point will will your own roots get cut down? And is that a sacrifice you're willing to make? Um, how do how does he wake up to to realizing that uh, the fate of the tree is the fate of himself? 
perhaps with you know maybe we could take that literally and just talk about trees around us hmm. you know that if you just keep getting rid of trees and if you don't have old trees uh mature trees diversity of trees you know at what point does uh the whole ecology around us suffer and 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 all of a sudden turn on us Mm. um how does this affect climate change issues how does uh um food issues because there's there's no fruit growing from it anymore i had a a minister friend years ago who who talked about the season of lent and and i thought had a really um, good observation and a good image uh, that he used. And that was that he said the season of Lent is really a, a season where, you know, we need to take the things to the curb, those things that need to be at the curb. And, uh, you know, I continue to meditate on that, that image of, um, I suppose letting go and, 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 and seeing new life, but there's another side of it too, that, uh, that in that sort of, letting go there there's there's something else you're making room for something else uh and there's that tension within our world because i know you know doug you talk about you know the the losing in a rural community losing a a business and you know a a thing that has been an ongoing thing and not wanting to to let go of those things and so how do we balance out um you know the the trees that uh that you know, let go of their leaves and, and new life comes about what, you know, how do we nurture an, an environment where, uh, where there's this constant cycle between death and new life, um, you know, hope, uh, you know, despair and hope and, and all those things that balance out, uh, together, uh, there. And, yeah, and from that, a, sorry. No, I was going to, I was just going to say that, I, I mean, interesting thinking too, in terms of the letting go side of things that, there can be an, a positive aspect of that too. Even like when you think environmentally, uh, like my um, my parents uh, in law um, live out in BC, and part of the issue that they've um, had with the, the wicked bad forest fires over um, the past number of years, I mean things are really dry because of things like climate change. But also uh, one of the big problems is that the forests have been managed so well, and there's been so much growth that there's it's almost like this massive tinderbox because because so few burns happened over a number of decades and and the trees didn't come down now they're sort of reaping these terrible forest fires um over the last uh number of years because there's almost too much fuel or that there wasn't there wasn't enough letting go in in the midst of uh um in in that time I, I can't help but but think that to to all of a sudden live in awareness and not just live in awareness but to act in awareness um, it seems to be like a, a good definition of ministry today for for this text and, and what we're called to think about this Sunday um, where where like the gardener let's envision what now that we know this and now that we're going to act on this throughout the year, how, how are our lives going to change? You know, how, how are we going to inspire our children to be different? How are our families going to look different? Uh, what are our conversations around the dinner table uh, going to sound like? Um, it almost reminds me of, a, of an episode of, uh, of Tidying Up with Marie Kondo where, where you know, get your kids involved in, in folding the laundry 
and and all of a sudden within a couple weeks there's so much hope you know there's not going to be huge piles of clothes maybe like there are at my house because maybe that'll be quality (laughs) time together just just putting the stuff away so that you can you can live in a new space with a new awareness so as we close the drawer on this uh, this episode, uh, ponder those those things, uh, and and where God is calling to you to you know uh, spring forth new life. You know where where are you in terms of you know that uh, that place of, of of birth and and new life and and bearing fruit. Um, blessings to all of you uh, on this day.